Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 6.3 HP Podcast Reviews Edition. I am one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me is my bestest best friend in the entire world, Chubox. How are you doing, Chubox? Hello, I'm Chubox, and you can call me Chubox. <laughs> Getting <laughs> used to that, but yeah, hello, yes. and yes, we're, we're, we're back. Awesome. Um, again, if this is the first time you've clicked onto our channel, welcome. Thank you very much for the view. The Plus 6.3 HP Nexus of Podcasts are a group of multiple shows that provides you information on how to watch your content. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we drop this uh, episode, the reviews episodes, where we review either one series of the week or movie of the week, provide our opinions, deep dive into them, and rank them or rate them so that you know if you should watch it with your friends and family as well. On Wednesdays, we drop our very, very first D&D campaign, a bunch of middle-aged men doing their very first um, um the D&D campaign, recording it for posterity. Hopefully, you can join along in our adventures. On Thursdays, we uh, curate uh, a list of featurettes, short videos, clips, trailers. We react to them and see how hyped we are for upcoming content in the next couple of months and years. Uh, Fridays, we, uh, um, uh, Trubox here and our other brother, Raymond, is too addicted to D&D. They have their second campaign that also drops uh fridays and saturdays so you can join along that adventure as well so if you want to watch us video on demand just type in youtube.com slash plus six three hp click like subscribe hit that notification bell so you know when our videos are dropping if you want to follow us interact with us on the social medias our handle is at plus six three hp we are on twitter facebook and instagram if you just want to listen to us, put us in the background while you're working, doing your chores. That's also totally fine. Pull up your phone, look into your favorite podcasting app of choice, search Plus 63 HP, and we will be there. Uh, we particularly like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon. So without further ado, this week, uh, our movie of the week that we're going to review is the recently released on video on demand Scott Derrickson written and directed film Black Phone starring Ethan Hawke. Uh, so it, it originally came out September 25th um, and uh, 2021 and then re-released in June 24th uh, on video on demand June 24th, 2022. It's only 102 minutes, so it's under two hours, very tight, very succinct, super fun. Um, the budget of its creation is only between 16 and 18 million dollars. That is important because as of this recording, uh, we are recording on a Saturday, July 30th, 2022. It has grossed 133 million dollars. Nice. Right. So this goes to show you don't need a lot of budget to have a really good film. Um, apart from Ethan Hawke, the main star here is Mason Thames and Madeline McGraw, the two kids, brother and sister. Uh, they don't have Wikipedia pages, so I'm assuming that this is one of their first roles, and they crushed it. So before we go into the synopsis, go into details of what had happened in the movie and provide our, our deep dive analysis of it. Initial reactions of the film's non-spoilery Trebak so uh, people listening can see if they should watch it themselves. Um, initial reaction. 
I really liked it. And then at the end, I loved it. Mm. So, Good like, job. yeah, so it was uh, like, oh, we'll get to the, spo- the spoilers later. But yeah, that's, uh, I liked it until, and then the, at the end, I loved it. Same, same with me. Like, um, you know, aesthetically, it looks good. It's set into in the seventies, nineteen seventy eight, uh, more specifically, Denver area or Denver, Denver suburbs. So you don't see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Hawke, you know, coming off being a villain in Moon Knight, is also crushing this role despite his face being covered ninety nine percent of the time mm-hmm. with a mask. Um, the the kids, the acting was great. Uh, again, it's kind of like a coming of age, usual uh, middle school, early high school kind of uh, uh, film. Um, and it has a lot of intertwining stories, lots of like layered foreshadowing in terms of the movie, but it's still very, very simple. So it's super accessible. It's mm-hmm. not like one of those super heady horror suspense films where you need to pay attention for to every single detail uh, but if you do you'll be rewarded at the end so i really enjoyed it it's fun it's suspenseful but not too much it has some jump scares but not too scary acting is great um yeah this is a very solid movie like i would love for this to be on video on demand like uh free like netflix or paramount plus or hbo max because this is going to be a good weekend or weekday evening date night movie with your boyfriend girlfriend husband wife because it's super easy it's like an hour and three minutes uh, it's 103 minutes just under two hours uh and you get a, a fun film so yeah that's uh our non-spoilery review of black phone if you have not seen it kind of in- enthused and excited about it pause this this uh podcast this uh, video right now Go watch it and then come back. Then let's discuss the movie with us. All right? We're going to give you two seconds. One, two. Right, you're back. Cool. Um, awesome. Uh, we're, we're, I'm going to go through the plot very, very quickly. And then we'll go to the our, our favorite um, ghosts and beats and things about the uh, the movie. But it is, again, as mentioned, it's set in 1978 in the Denver suburb where a child abductor dubbed the grabber has been the grab. So that's the one of the few things that um, I think it's more uh, historically accurate than cool. Like mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, that's how they they call uh, serial killers or uh, serial kidnappers. It, it, it makes sense because they didn't find the body. So there's no MO or any other characteristic that they can do except the grabber. Yep. So it's like they figured like the, a person grabs kids and disappears. So um the the move the entire movie centers around siblings uh 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 finney Finney. and gwen blake finney is the older brother uh gwen is the younger sister they go to the same school they have a very um uh, small community and a very good uh relationship between each other uh it's alluded to that their father is an alcoholic and they are being raised by a single father mom died We'll soon know later that her mom died, taking her own life because of what uh, Gwen has been experiencing herself. So as mentioned throughout this time, uh, uh, people in Finney's school have been being uh, has been is being abducted by the grabber. 
uh, again, no trace, uh, only, um, uh, only detail that authorities have found is uh, black balloons, which has been hidden publicly, but has been dreamt about by Gwen, alluding to her somewhat psychic abilities that her father has been trying to beat out of her because those are the same thoughts and dreams and imaginings that her mom eventually uh, could not handle and has taken her life. Uh, of course, skipping through a lot of details, but we figure out, uh, we find that Finney is also abducted by the grabber and Gwen using trying to use her powers is trying to find her psychically as well. Um, Finney is uh, um, is imprisoned in a soundproof basement where all of the other uh, um, abductees has been imprisoned as well. The main yeah. thrust of the story is Finney is being spoken to by the ghosts of the dead abductees through a black phone, disconnected uh, but still hung on the hung on the wall. Uh, I, the... I, I love the small details like um when you found out the names of the kids that were taken before he meets them mm -hmm. it wasn't like the typical police where they show them one by one it's just a little he, he see him in the lamppost one and mm -hmm. then the other one it's under here and then the third one's like mentioned by a dialogue between mm -hmm. him and his friend i like how that was very organic and you know not the typical here they're taking five kids or something like that so they don't <laughs> They didn't have to emphasize one by one. So yeah, that's that a cool. great, great call because there's been five previous abductees prior to Finney, and then only one is really um, introduced in the film, like uh, mm -hmm. directly with Finney, because it was Finney's direct friend, um, um, the last abductee. So all the others, like as you mentioned, just posters, just conversations, just previous investigations as well. So. It's not you're not going to kind of like repeat the same. Oh, this this is the kid abducted at mm -hmm. this date, etc. So it was really well done, and I think that contributes to the very tight, one hundred and three minute uh, runtime. But um, the, there's two tracks here. The grabber played by Ethan Hawke has a particular mo where he plays with the kids, tests these kids so that he enjoys the abuse of what he's going to do with them if they play. They live a little longer. If they don't play, they die. But eventually, everyone dies. So that's kind of the one track of, of how you would kind of enjoy the menace that Ethan Hawke is uh, performing with on this particular movie. But the main juice, the main heart of the movie is that every single uh, ghost, every single kid that has, uh, that has been abducted... Um, tries to talk to Max, not necessarily trying that, oh, sorry, uh, uh, tries to talk to Finney, not necessarily um, giving the full answers on how to escape, but each one has attempted a particular aspect that eventually combines into a combo that, that's towards what, the end. That's what I love. Send, yeah. So that's why yeah. at the first part, I was a little disappointed because I thought that was... So what's the supposed to happen? But when they were giving their plan, it was like so different. Like, yeah, if he's gonna dig, why is he, this is ghost giving him something else? He's not gonna be able to do both. Like, mm -hmm. but then if you think about it, I mean, 
it's not like they're gonna coordinate you know what i mean yeah. they're, they're fucking goals so but then the way and, it just and, comes together and they're like oh my god and that and that's where kind of like this becomes uh like the movie becomes better than the sum of its parts kind of thing so just going through the the, the five abductees and what they contributed on how um of course finney would eventually escape is the first one is bruce uh, we also see Bruce, the first uh, the first person that spoke to Finney through the black phone was Bruce is uh, in the intro of the movie. They played um, baseball together. Uh, Finney was a pitcher. Bruce was this Asian um, header that hit um, off, off of him. So Bruce gave him, gave Max, uh, gave Finney a hint that there's a loose tile in the hallway of the basement person that he in where he can try to dig out of, right? Uh, the next one is Billy. Billy's attempt to escape was pulling out a cord from the wall and trying to use that to kind of um, escape through the window. Of course, uh, Billy failed. Everybody failed at this point. Died, but that's two hints or two tools that uh, Finney could use. The third one is Griffin. Griffin is one of the kids. Uh, his his um his contribution is that he he warned um um Finney of the game, right? The game that the grabber likes to play, where the grabber likes to leave the door open so that the kids would try to escape and then he'd beat them senseless. On top of that, um, Griffin's bike lock is now yeah. There we go. Yeah, Griffin's bike lock is used to uh, lock the door, the actual house door, uh, before going out. And there's a cool part about um, figuring out what the correct combination to the lock is. Because what we also see across all of these spirits, these ghosts that are helping Finney, is that they all want to get revenge from the grabber. So they're mm -hmm. helping whomever remaining is 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 uh, is uh, uh, is there. But they're also losing parts of themselves the longer they stay dead. So the the first they don't forget their name, uh, and then they forget the details on details. what they tried to do. So it's it's a good suspense factor of uh, of kind of like the haziness of everything. After Griffin, there is Vance, this uh, delinquent. Um, he was the one who told uh, Finney about a particular whole. Uh, right above the toilet that leads to the back of a freezer. Um, I didn't realize how that um, uh, that detail would help out, but towards the end, uh, right before they escape, it was useful. Um, Robin is uh, the last one. Robin is Finney's actual friend. He's this cool person that's trying to teach Finney to stand up for himself. Robin's uh, contribution is... Um, teaching him how to fight, teaching him how to use the black phone to his advantage, packing it with dirt so that he can knock out the grabber and uh, create his escape. All throughout this movie, um, again, we uh, are told that Max has some inclination to the supernatural, much like her mom. She dreams about details about these kids being abducted, so the death of the kids, so he she has some inclination to ghosts. Initially, the police was skeptical about this, but the more details that Max was able to provide them through her dreams, Gwen, the Gwen. more uh, Gwen, yeah. um, the the more that um, they they kind of uh, help Gwen uh, or like trust Gwen in terms of the things that she finds out. Continuously, um, 
Gwen tries to uh, talk to Jesus, talk to God, talk to the spirits to give him more clues. Sometimes she gets clues, sometimes she doesn't. Uh, eventually towards the end, she has enough clues and convinces her dad that this might help them find um, Finny. And then they were able to kind of like, you know, align all of these stars to be able to be there at the end. Uh, the last point here too, before we go to the culmination of the movie is that um, uh, the grabber also hears the phone, but he chooses not to engage or chooses not to answer it or not to listen. Um, I like the idea that Finney and Gwen are siblings. Gwen is obviously has some supernatural powers. That's why mm -hmm. she she sees uh, she sees details through her dreams. But this kind of alludes to Finney being uh, inclined to the supernatural as well, That's being like, yeah. able to converse directly to the um, uh, the ghosts. So at the end, before Finney's time is up. Uh, and he's about to get killed uh, by the grabber. He then combines all of the details that he has done to date uh, to escape. He used the loose tile to dig a hole and uh, trap um, uh, uh, to dig a hole to be uh, kind of like a trap for the grabber. He uses the cord um, as a tripping mechanism so that if the grabber attacks Finney in the basement, uh, he, uh, he loses balance and fall into the hole made from the tile that Bruce gave him. Uh, he also used, you know, of course, uh, the details from Griffin about the lock. So he knows how to get out of the house at that point. Um, and he used um, uh, Robin's uh, um, technique to fight to like. And, and, the, and the grade from the window. Oh yeah, and the great for the window as, to break his as part to kind of like uh or or just like trap him a little bit more. Um so what had happened too is like, oh, where's the freezer? Where's the hole that Vance has told him? Uh when the grabber is about to kill you, he brings down uh Max the dog, uh, the very aggressive dog. And then he he used then the hole to the freezer to get some meat so that he can subdue the dog prior to him escaping the um the house um just a little tidbit so this is towards the end of the movie now the little tidbit um at the end max uh so gwen was able think, to have... i think the dog is simon or something i think it's max max is the is brother you... oh you're right right there right, yeah, right. max there we go so um the uh the, the last bits uh that you know we'd like to share is at the end of the uh of film uh gwen uh, with all the details that she has found, both from given by the ghosts, given by her dreams, she was finally able to pinpoint the actual house where the ghosts were trying to lead them to. There's a little bit of like a, uh, uh, what do you call that? Subverting of expectations towards the end. Red hairs. Now, yeah, the the house that uh, uh, Gwen was able to to find was not where. Finney was imprisoned, but it was the house where all the kids were buried after they were after they were killed. Um, but luckily, the house where um, the the grabber does the abusing and the killing is just across the street. <laughs> so um, uh, when uh, when uh, uh, Finney was doing his uh, escape plan and was able to escape, the um, 
the police were just across the street digging up all the bodies that uh, was killed prior. And that's it. That is The Black Phone, uh, uh, starring Ethan Hawke, written by Scott Derrickson of of Bloomhouse and Doctor Strange 1 fame. Shabax, what do you think? What are your favorite bits of the movie? Um, let's discuss. Well, yeah, um, I I think I love this film. Um, just like all all the things were pretty good. Like, I like how they showed just enough of the uh, other kids, like that freaky flashback. Mm-hmm. But it was just always fast, and you, you didn't get to know them too much, just enough, and it it wasn't like boring or um dragging. And there's also there's always a subversion of uh, expectations here. Like they they showed a little VHS tape of uh, Bruce in his flash as his flashback, right? Just to get to know mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And then they showed uh, a r- typical flashback of the paper boy throwing throwing mm-hmm. um, uh, newspapers. And then when we get to Vance, it's a a typical flashback, and then it becomes a dream. Mm-hmm. Because Gwen's suddenly there, and then she gets into the the road. Yep. And then, so yeah. At first, I was really disappointed. Not really, but I was disappointed that all of them were giving him different instructions. Like it's, I, I thought it was gonna like coordinate, but it wasn't. But then yep. at the end, that's when everything came together, and it just I loved, especially the symbolism of uh, the phone ringing when he's strangling him. And then he puts it to it's for you. And then all of them are saying same same lines that they said already. But it it all made sense together. Like oh no, it was so good. Um, something that's dragging it a little bit is I don't think we got enough Ethan Hawke. I was surprised by, you know, there's no backstory, there's no motivation, there's really nothing. That's true. Okay, yeah, we don't know how how he got because again we we skip the detail that his his cokehead brother Max. Is trying to figure out who the grabber is, uh, on in his downtime. Uh-huh. So they they have some like kookiness in their family as well. But yeah, we never really knew anything about Ethan Hawke. Yeah, it was weird. It was like so. There's no sexual component. He just beats them, I guess, yep. and then kills them for some reason. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you know, maybe I. I'm torn. I mean, I, I maybe we could have gotten more Ethan Hawke and more of that backstory, but then again, maybe it would have been your typical, you know, typical serial killer. It's I, also I like it about like... kids too, right? Like actually showing how they were killed or why they were killed might be a little bit difficult. True. And then, but I did, I love that uh, every ghost presented themselves differently. Mm-hmm. Like it was so, I would be pissed at the it was a who? Oh no, Griffin was the one with the with the he was floating, pointing. This back, like it was like back bendy and pointing. <laughs> point normally, like he <laughs> didn't have to scare me like the other part. So, <laughs> so yeah, everything is all different, always different than what I thought. Like um, I did. Did we see Bruce? I don't think we saw Bruce. Right, you just saw his voice. Uh just voice for voice, Bruce. and then uh, for Billy, he was the one that you could see. You could see yep, all the wounds, clearly. and he—he he was the one that was yeah. like all up. Um, but we could see him, but uh, yeah. he couldn't. And yeah. then uh, he could see Griffin, the floating one. Mm-hmm. And then Van. Robin was, is just a Van was just Van. like his back. He, yeah, but uh, we could see his back. Mm-hmm. 
and then Robin was a silhouette. Oh, that was, was a silhouette. Yeah, but yeah, it was just like even in the end, like the the scene from Robin was like so touching, and I also like that they kind of stay away from tropes. Like yeah, the father was a uh alcoholic that beat his kid, but it wasn't because he was a bad guy. He was just like uh broken. He was wrong, of course. He was beating his kids, but he also wanted. He was doing it because he didn't want her to end up like her mother. I mean, he still loved them. So in the end, I guess he hopefully he forgives. He he changes his ways, but you know, it's not like he was just uh, angry at them or something for no reason. And yeah, the, I like that the cops, the cops listened. You know, there is not like a, yep. oh, this bitch and this girl. But also, it's, it's realistic. At first, they were like. Yeah, they were they were very very um suspicious, and then the seconds like nope. <laughs> and we're listening to you it. now. There's no lead, so like oh shit, let's go. Uh, might as well. What can we lose? I mean, that would be like a little realistic to like you know if there's no there's no other thing that I don't know, might as well try something. And yeah, that was it. I I loved I loved it. I love how the whole fight scene at the end really icing on the cake. Yeah, I I again I enjoyed this film too. It's a an easy watch. Again, I like the it I like the balance of it's it's just layered enough. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love the idea that um so we've discussed it a, um a few times already how it's not formulaic. Every ghost has a different way that you get they introduce different um backstory, uh, you know, different uh, a connection with Finney because it's not it's not all of his friends it's you know some of them he knew some of them not some of them like um, just tangentially only so that's kind of the asymmetry of how we get introduced to the characters that have been abducted in a fresh way every single time that was fun but I also like the idea of you have enough of of the the layered um uh uh, for example, for for Vance, he was arguing with Finney on the phone, telling him what to do. But the same dialogue is also what he was saying when he was arguing with somebody else in real life when he was alive. Uh, and it's also the same way that uh, Gwen was able to dreamwalk into that particular flashback too. No, so it kind of holds there. And it's the same dialogue that Vance says towards the end when the grabber was dying. So there's a couple of things like that that kind of like flows into place. So that's good. It's enough of those little small touches that shows you that, you know, Scott Derrickson knows horror, knows suspense. Uh, he wrote it and then he had uh, the the other screenplay writer, C. Robert Cargill. I think they knew what they were trying to do. They weren't trying to overdo it, right? It's not like Inception where every single detail weaves into something at the end. Yeah, it doesn't Just make you feel stupid. Bits. Yeah, and then yeah, I like the the small drops of how um you know real life works. Like the dad was, you know, he's an ass, but you're towing the line between, you know, he's abusive, but also he's just trying to do his best, right? So it's like I like those very very even even the fights and there's like nice beats like the three bullies that are beating him up, and then the sister mm-hmm. comes in, and then mm-hmm. she wraps one with a stone. With a stone, and they and were just sitting together. Down. And then they were just sitting together, like, look, like this is fucked up. Like, I love, I love that scene where the two guys are yep. beating him up, and like, you don't normally see that in, in a fight scene, in a bully scene. So that was, 
That was so cool. Yeah, I mean, and you, me, we, we, you know, we just uh, saw a couple of like Stranger Things and Miss Marvel where there's some bullying scenes there. Never really a big fan of like these kids because, like, one, you never see these people beat each other up this badly. Else, they're gonna get their parents are gonna get arrested if their kids beat somebody. But they have this way. It's not. It's it's not too overboard. They they. And I think the time, the time 1978 also is kind of... Yeah, but they reel it back enough where, like what you mentioned, they were beating somebody. Uh, uh, um, Finney was being bullied by, by by three people. Gwen comes to the rescue for one. So it's like, it's realistic that your younger sister can't tackle all three. You should clock one. So that's good. Like, all right, yeah. okay. And then they're both out. So it's two is the one. And then, you know, they still... We're able to go home to get, uh, you know, go back home together. So like that's, it's kind of good. Um, I I like how. Um, I, I I love how everything works. The only thing that I I did not like with my small nits, but also this is kind of like you know in movie you have to you you have to um uh manage your expectations a little bit. Uh, in terms of the things that Finney was doing in the basement prison, uh, I can't believe that. Ethan, uh, Ethan Hawk, like yeah, the grabber wouldn't figure some of those out. Like, you dug a hole in an afternoon that deep, and you just kept flushing the the whatever you dig the soil mm-hmm. into the toilet. What? And then you what? You don't have dirty fingernails. You don't have uh, uh dirty hands. Uh, are your clothes not dirty? So, uh, there's certain things there that. Um, kind of like, come on, like you didn't notice that, like the, you you pull down the entire window and you don't notice the the bars of the window is no longer there. Um, but again, it was looking at it, it was like three or four day span of of all of these things happening. So it might be also like there's other things that the grabber is doing during the day to notice such details. But overall, I again I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I hope that again, I like these one shot movies where yeah. you know it's not a franchise. It's just a good. Or, film, you, know, you sit down. You don't have to know anything backstory about anything. Just sit down and open your eyes. It's going to be fun. Um. All right. With that, uh, final thoughts and your rating for the Black Phone. Yeah, um. Yeah. Definitely watch it and bring a date. Uh. My wife hated it. <laughs> I was scared. Too scared. But rating, I'll give it a nine. I liked it. I really liked Ooh. it. Um. I'm gonna give it an eight. It's a solid, solid eight. It's one of those like um, maybe I'm not giving it a nine because I um, um, I have uh, again I mentioned I have Carl Flex. Carl has um, um, access to all of the streaming videos, but mm-hmm. uh, Car because I think it's too new, it didn't have enough seeds, so we weren't able to uh, watch this fully on free. So I had to rent this for twenty bucks on Amazon. So mm-hmm. renting this is twenty dollars. I- I rented yeah. it as well because I think yeah, it was little... really worth it, and it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think nine dollars, ten dollars is better. One dollars is better. Twenty bucks is a lot yeah. of money, but it's a really good film. I'm sure that in a month or two, this is going to be out free in streaming services, and it's definitely uh, one to watch there. So, final goodbye, Shbox. Yeah, uh, I really liked it. Uh, give it a try, and uh, I'll see you in the next one. Again, thank you very much for watching. This has been Plus 6.3 HP Reviews Edition. Again, grab your mom's phone, your dad's phone, your siblings' phones, pull in the YouTube app, search Plus 6.3 HP, or go to the browser, 
youtube.com slash plus six three HP. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Uh, it helps us with the algorithms. It helps us amplify our voices to reach the people there, like-minded individuals that like cool content. Uh, hit the notification bell because we have what four or five videos every week. So come, you know, come join us. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at plus six three HP. And if you really can't watch this video on demand, listen to us while you're doing your chores, cleaning your apartment, or working. Grab your favorite podcasting app, search plus six three HP, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Amazon Podcasts. We are there. Um, like us there and subscri subscribe to us there too. It really, really help us out with that. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to have a break next week. But when we come back, we have plenty of series and shows to be uh, reviewing with you guys. This July lull is going to be dead. Once we hit August, there is so many movies and series, and we are excited to discuss all of them with you. And with that, thank you very much for watching the movie, and see you next time. Bye.